Hey there, Art World. We're back. <laughs> we are back. Uh, it's been a while. I apologize. It's, it's been one week. I've been sick. Yeah. The past few days. Life's been so busy. It has. But you guys are still our priority. Yes. And uh, so we sit here together. We're just going to deliver you the best episode ever to make up for the uh, week. But Are we, are we titling been... this, though, like our random art episode? Oh, I was thinking we were titling it <laughs> the random shit we want to talk about. <laughs> I didn't know if we were PC, how PC we were on You shit. know how uh, uncomfortable it was for me right now to say the word out loud? I think everyone could tell by the way you out. like completely <laughs> changed your voice. <laughs> I'm not allowed to cuss. Hey, Rebecca. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hello, Barons. All right, I'm an adult guys. now. I could say curse words. You're a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said adult correctly, and I'm shocked. <laughs> adult. <laughs> All right. You guys came here to hear about some art. Yeah. So we have some topics for you. And um, we had our worlds rocked a couple minutes ago. So on the topic that we are planning to talk about. And my mind is blown. This is This is Lisa, by the way. Oh, yes. Oh, and I miss Art World. <laughs> or Catherine. A.K.A. A.K.A. Catherine. Um, so, full transparency, I went to Catherine yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm heated. Freeze happened. Freeze New York. And there was this installation, and it's just such a, such a Coons knockoff. I don't get the conceptual difference. I'm confused. Explain it to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we start going back and forth and we're like, we need to talk about some podcast. So as we're getting ready, we start to look up the artist because we're like, well, we need their name. This is now today. This right is today. Before. Like five minutes ago, we were like, we can't go into this without the artist's name. Mm-hmm. And we find out it was Coons knocking off Yayoi Kusama. Mm-hmm. Which uh, she's a beast in the art world yeah like, a complete badass completely um she for those of you who might not know exactly who she is she's super famous for doing the mirrored rooms the infinity rooms uh you can see her work has a lot of polka dots and um repetition and what was the other word that uh it was all about like creating infinity mm-hmm um, which and you were actually proposed to in an infinity room. I was. So that's kind of cool. So you like have even a more special place I, in your heart for Yayoi. I do, and I saw one of her pieces in Japan, and I was like, oh, "It's meant to be." That's pretty adorable. Because it was full circle. Yeah, because uh, you went to Japan for your honeymoon. I did. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that. a key part of that story. I got you. Thank you. Um, so, do you want to explain everything? Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Do do art talk. Okay. So, I'm trying to figure out where to start. So, Yayoi's um, piece in Freeze is called... The Narcissist Garden. Mm-hmm. And it's a collaboration with another artist. And the other artist... Is it? No? It, I thought it was. I think it is. Uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, the other artist did the painting... And then as you walk in the space, Yayoi has uh, a ton of metallic 
Um, and they're probably stainless steel nails. Balls. Balls. And they have a reflective quality so that when you walk into the space, you're not only seeing the painting reflected in the balls, but you, your reflection is also infinitely reflected into these balls. And so Coons uh, has his Gazing Balls series, which is a masterwork art piece that was painted by the masters from a long time ago that he has his assistants paint in his gallery in or in his studio in New York and he installs these blue reflective balls kind of the balls that you would see in a person's garden yes that's what they remind me of and he has them installed right in front of the masterpiece so that the concept is when you see your reflection would you see the masterpiece in the reflection partially but not I feel like his concept was that you would then see your reflection in the ball and then you would be integrated into the masterpiece yes I think that is the concept behind it yes so his blue gazing ball series yeah gazing ball not the blue ball series (laughs) that I googled (laughs) let me tell you how that google search came out (laughs) so his series really started in 2000 around 2015 Mm -hmm. and wait for it yayoi her series or, you know, when she started working with her reflective balls was in 1966. So, Coons, what are, what are you doing, man? Yeah, because, okay, Lisa was fired up that this person stole Coons's concept, but ultimately, it's Coons stealing Yayoi's concept. Yeah. And how has how has he gotten away with it? He's because got now, big balls. I know, he has huge balls. But here's the biggest issue with it to me. We already had a problem with the Gazing Ball series because he had artist assistants working on these masterpieces to replicate them. And we didn't believe that the concept varied enough by adding the ball in front of it to call it his own. And now we find out the balls aren't even his concept either. So he is just straight stealing. Mm-hmm. What? What do you have to say for yourself, Coons? <laughs> Come on our podcast and we'll <laughs> interview you. Tell me how this works. Tell me how this is fair. Because well, I this is my hold up hang up with the art world. Right before we start the podcast, you had said that you didn't think that the concepts matched. Lisa, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, there's do no you, one else here. Do you still... I, now that I've I was so overwhelmed right before we started. Okay, okay. okay? I had so much information thrown at me. Mm-hmm. I do still think the concepts stand. As similar? As, or? as similar. Oh, okay. Okay. And I do believe, and we've talked, we talked about this on the episode with Ryan, that when you take another piece and to make it your own, 80% of it still needs to be yours. Yes. And I don't think 80% of it is his. Yeah. It, I'm A lot of artists will steal from other artists mm-hmm. it's a very typical there's a book how to steal like an artist but you have to recognize what you're stealing and then use it to make your own art yeah and i think the problem with coons is he's so popular that he and a lot of other artists get away with stealing other people's 
work and it's not okay because someone needs to call him out. And like I was telling Lisa before we started the podcast, so when I got into my MFA program, uh, it was like day one, class one, and they were talking about coons. And I think the professor asked, like, who in this classroom likes Jeff Coons? And I'll, I raised my hand yeah. as a newbie in my Masters of Fine Arts program. And I was shunned. Really? Like, everyone in my MFA program hated Coons. And a lot of it has to do with his just blatant um, consumers or uh, commercialism and the fact that he just steals from other artists. Yeah, until like at first when we started discussing this, when we started the podcast, I mean, Coons has always been a big topic because he's huge in the contemporary art world. Um, I didn't know how much I bought into it because part of me does believe a lot of artists probably would, I want to say sell out, but if they got big enough and they started to create something that would sell, I mean, you need to make money Mm -hmm. and you're going to go for it. And I do believe that most people, even if they don't want to say it, would do that. Mm-hmm. So you know that's in his na- that's in human nature. All right, you get a pass there, but you should still be creating your own ideas. And the thing with him is, he's already not creating the art himself. Yeah, but it's and so he's supposed to have that conceptual property behind it, and now he doesn't even have that. And so it's just such, ah, oh, it's terrible. And I get. I have uh, been working on these nail pieces. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I Googled um, artists who use fake nails in their pieces. Nothing came up. So I thought I had this original idea that I could totally stamp as my own. And uh, one of my friends on Instagram sent me an artist. And he's like, hey, it looks like you're doing... Uh, the similar work as so-and-so. And I looked her up and I was like, well, she's doing fake nail sculptures that are even cooler than what I'm doing. Yeah. So I understand um, y- making a mis- not a mistake, but there's something about how the world turns where artists just so happen to do something that is similar to other artists around the world yes but someone has had to point out to him hey this looks like um yayoi kusama exactly a world famous artist Mm -hmm. and this piece has been going around by the time he did it it had already been what 40 years that this piece was continuing continuing to travel and move and be present Mm -hmm. he there's no way he didn't know about it Yeah. And once you do find out, then you as an artist have to be like, well, crap. Now I have to figure out how to make it more of my own. Yeah, exactly. Hasn't done that partly because I'm sure people are buying his work. Yeah. Mm hmm. Ugh. 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 (laughs) Coons. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Yeah. So angry. And I do. I'm sure that people think. Uh very similar to you where they walk in and think automatically oh this is a ripoff from coons well yeah because when you're looking through all the pictures from freeze right um you see it and there's that one that comes up and then there's this one of actual metallic uh aluminum but now metal balloons as well Mm -hmm. um which when you see them back to back you're like wow all these people are just doing ripoffs of coons and so it, it was interesting to turn that around. I still think the balloon artist was 
just doing what they thought would sell at this point. Well, now we have to research art. and see when. I don't even want to touch, touch <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe the balloons are like 1830. There's, there's no way. <laughs> uh, did you see? So my favorite piece from Freeze this year was the mermaid tails stuck in the or hanging out of the washing machines no i did didn't. you see those uh one of my friends from new york sent me a picture or she actually posted it on instagram did she go to freeze she went to freeze jealous and uh oh i had the artist oh i wrote it down olivia erlanger erlanger mm-hmm. i don't know uh but that was my favorite piece and i just thought it was three different mermaid tails hanging out of, of washing machines placed in a space. I love it. I, you know, I really liked it because it's so incredibly feminine. Yeah. As far as the washing machine and mermaid tails mm-hmm. and then having them put together. Yeah. I think really spoke to this ultra feminine female side of things. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I look forward to seeing it. But I do just love mermaids. <laughs> it's a mermaid life for Lisa. <laughs> it really is. That's the way to my heart. Uh, all right. The Met. The Met. Uh, so, yeah, this is just random topics that we're like, hey, we should talk about this. It just happened. Yeah, we're, just, we're fired up on current events. We are. So the reason that I wanted to talk about the Met is because I saw a, well, I was reading the time article and they have a headline that says when life imitates art colon lady gaga and billy porter Mm -hmm. and so lisa did you look up the lady gaga piece i did look up the lady gaga piece not the billy porter piece okay so the theme this year was camp c-a-m-p not campy Mm -hmm. which a lot of people think oh camp is like short for campy not campy yeah (laughs) not (laughs) campy I mean, he could say it that way. He'd sound really sophisticated or stupid, either one. It's all about the delivery. <laughs> oh, yes. Kampai. Uh, so, I did you know what camp meant? Uh, no, which I'm surprised I didn't because I'm pretty in tune to fashion. Mm-hmm. In that, that was like what my degree was in. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what camp meant either. Yeah. And one of our older male co-workers was stopping me in the hallway and was telling me about it. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but so I, I looked up what it meant. And it is outrageous. Um, the over-the-top nature of camp is celebrating this idea of coming outside of your body so it's an abstract way of thinking and then looking at the world and looking at your place in the world as something that is playful, fun, and that you can laugh at. So it is it is very similar to campy where it's just over the top mm-hmm. ridiculousness, but in a playful way. And it came out of a um, Camp Notes on Fashion article um, by... It was a 1964 essay by Susan Songtai. Songtai? I really need to work on names. But it's true. 
um, it described a love of natural, or I'm sorry, a love of the unnatural and artificial. So drag is very much associated with camp. Okay. Because it's um, men dressing up as women, but usually over the top and ridiculous. So RuPaul was um, at the Met and he, they kind of made him the king of the camp. Okay. Um, But the Lady Gaga, for those of you who hadn't seen it yet, she arrived in a full pink gown. Huge. Surrounded by men with umbrellas. Yeah. And they took that gown off and she was in a... Black dress. Yes. That was very, I don't know, 1700s, big waist. Yes. Full skirt. Yeah. Took off, they took off her hips. Yep, her hips. And then she changed into kind of like a It was the pink Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. She had a really old cell phone. Mm -hmm. And then they changed her again and she was in pretty much lingerie, like a bra and... Crazy heels. Yes. Yeah. And so she kind of, people thought that she was one of the best mm-hmm. representations of camp. And then also, so Billy Porter came and he was being carried on a, what is that called? Like a. Like on people's shoulders? Like a. No, where they had old kings that couldn't touch the ground and. Men would carry. So I mean, like on the their post was on the shoulder. Yes, and they run a flat. And he was dressed no, up. I have no idea what that's called. He was dressed up as the sun god, but he was being carried by peasants essentially. Well, muscled, muscled, muscled attractive <laughs> peasants. Um. So they said that he was probably the second okay winner of camp. He had um a forty-two karat gold headpiece. Um. 10-foot wings, embellished cat suit. Yeah. All right. So, did you have any... uh, Do you, Lisa... (laughs) I, Lisa... Have any thoughts on is this or is this not considered performance art? I do, but I don't. I have questions, and let's find my conclusion together. Okay. All right. I love this journey that we're on. <laughs> Always. Um, all right. Is Would you consider camp a form of art or a form of fashion? I feel like um, it is more of a form of fashion. Mm-hmm. It's a description, I think, it's that you can associate with art, yeah. but I think more so with fashion. Okay. Uh, I would agree. Okay. Thought number one. Lovely. Number two. What do you think? Let's focus just on Lady Gaga. Okay. Because that's the one I watched. Perfect. The other one, there wasn't that much to watch other than him being carried in. And yeah. his outfit looked really cool because it was all gold and yeah. embellished. Yeah. And I watched like the ABC News segment where they were like, this is the best like performance art piece collaboration, blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like... I'm going to be honest, I questioned it. I said, but is it? So so I want to know where you fall on it. Unless you really just want my take right now. And I could take some heat for it. Oh, I, what do you feel more comfortable with? I don't know. I'll just go for it. Okay, go um, for it. 
And maybe, y'all, I'll be honest, I, my mind could be changed by the end. I mm. am very susceptible. But my <laughs> initial reaction is it wasn't performance art. Okay. And my thought behind that is because performance art is conceptual based. And I didn't get the concept. And and not to say I should un- per- like understand each concept. But watching it through, to me, it was lady gaga wearing four different outfits there was no meaning there was no showing i guess maybe i guess it is her personal experience being performed so i I don't get the meaning or the statement that was being made um was so i like lady gaga i'm a terrible i'm I'm actually i'm a little monster i love lady gaga but i'm a bad fan are were each of those looks a throwback to her her looks they were just completely random they were random um i mean i know one was was a throwback to marilyn monroe Mm -hmm. um so i would my assumption is it's like probably like camp air quotes through the years or whatnot Mm -hmm. um but it seemed more like she was making just fashion statements and extending her red carpet time than it was a performance yeah art piece but she's also a performer so like i mean if we're saying that this was performance art are we saying every concert she does that has any sort of movement and art is that an art piece i don't know i'm it feels like such a stretch well and i uh because you could argue that and there's been argument that every action that we take in life each of us, all of us, even yeah. if you're not an artist, is a performance art piece in mm-hmm. itself. I don't believe that. I feel like performance art has to have a clear intention of being performance art. And that does not mean a beautiful dance. It does not mean a person singing unless it is um, the concept goes more into um, performance art. Like uh, Yoko Ono mm-hmm. did a singing performance where she went into the gallery and basically sing sung yelled yeah on a microphone for i don't know 10 minutes or so Mm -hmm. like her intention was clearly performance art yeah not i'm a singer and i'm doing a concert yeah um and i know people would argue with me on that but that's why you gotta love art yeah it's completely argumentative and i think that's Kind of the point I feel too is um, it's just it's just different, and I'm not gonna say that someone singing isn't art, but it's not performance art. Yes. Um, and I don't know. It's just like saying like you know it, an oil painting, like a fine art oil painting. Your very traditional hyper realism is the same thing as I don't know street art Mm -hmm. because it's used within an oil base yeah i don't know i just i think they are classified differently am Mm -hmm. i wrong in that no i uh, totally agree with you um and both are great and both have their purpose and place and are an expression and that's awesome but to me this this wasn't performance art and if it was then it lacked meaning and to me for art to be really good it should have some it should be meaningful and I can see her wanting it to be 
a performance art piece or mm-hmm. be taken as a performance art piece. And I think for those people who aren't familiar with performance art could take it as it's performative. She did something entertaining. Mm-hmm. But for me, it goes more towards, like you were saying, uh, for fashion's sake rather than for performance art sake. Yes. But I do think Lady Gaga, out of everyone, has a tendency to do performance art. Like I do too. Mm-hmm. And I think when she would wear like the dresses made of meat and like, I don't know, she she's done stuff that's so outlandish to get points across. Where she lived in the the egg that yeah. people like carried her in. That's performance art. That's performance art. art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I I do think out of all of our, you know, big celebrities there, she is the closest to doing it. I just don't think this hit the mark. And I don't know. It was, and maybe it was just so hyped up that when I watched it, mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed. Be, and maybe because I, I do watch RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race and having outfit changes within outfit changes that's very normal on that show so i was like okay it's cool but i'm not uh i'm not amazed by it either no i mean and to be honest like the fashion fashion wise it wasn't as cool or outlandish or unique as other things she's worn Mm -hmm. yeah so out of the four outfits which one did you like the best Oh man, I, I don't, I'm torn on. That's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, I, the flowiness of the first one was actually really cool to see on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like she was floating. Um, my favorite was the, like the little pink Marilyn Monroe though. See, I I liked the pink flowy one, uh-huh. the first one, but then I also kind of liked, and I don't know why the the, the hips, hips one. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very you thing to like. <laughs> yeah. I think for me with that, just having studied like um, the history of fashion, mm-hmm. um, it was such a standard look uh, back in the day. Um, but they were usually much more intricate uh, designs on them. The hips? On one? the hips and on, there would be like intricate beading going across. Um, so for it to just be like the black satin, I mean, it's a very simple uh, dress to make. So did you have to study fashion when you were getting the merchandise? Yeah, it's fashion merchandising. Oh, fashion. Okay. Yeah. In the School of Design and Human Environment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you have a passion for fashion? Not at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My emphasis was in event coordination. Okay. And uh, it was the only school that had an emphasis in event coordination. So there you go. <laughs> so I ended up and I had to take like textile courses where I had to um, be able to look at a piece of fabric and we'd break down within hundreds of different um, what the type of fabric was, what the stitch was, um, how it was put together. So Dang, so this is a great topic for you. Uh, yeah, maybe a couple of years ago when I was fresh <laughs> out of school. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I did. You see Katy Perry's outfit? No, was oh, that? she dressed Google up it. like a chandelier. Oh, you know what? I heard about this. It wasn't my favorite. No, Mm-mm. I didn't like it. I thought she looked weird. <laughs> Not weird, but I guess I don't like when uh, women try and be inanimate objects. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like her waist doesn't look cute or anything. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm out on that. <laughs> Yo, Katy Perry, you canceled. Yeah, you've done better, Katie. All right. So outside of fashion, because mm-hmm. this is the art world podcast. Yes. Um, what other art topics do we have? Uh, we have a random one that uh, is in regards to our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> He's just doing a dance across the table. I forgot about ooh, this. Ooh, we got we have an angry non-fan out there, guys. He, yeah. I think he's a fan now. Is he? I don't know. I'm making that up. Oh yeah, I don't think so. So Lisa runs mm-hmm. our Instagram, and she does an amazing job. And if you're Thank trying you. to look it up, it is Art World Podcast on Instagram. Boom! You should send us a follow. Uh, but she's done an excellent job at not only posting, but also doing artist outreach. So we are fans of art. We're, she's constantly looking for artists out there that we might want to have on the uh, podcast or people we think that might be interested in our, our podcast. And basically, she looks for cool art and likes it. Yep. And so if you have cool art and it's liked by us, it's actually because we like your art. Yeah. Um, well, and, and sometimes too, like there's artists out there who are like getting their start and it's just cool to see people like trying to get into the art world and like you want to be encouraging and you want to like their stuff and like, I don't know. I do. I'm on Instagram a lot. Yeah. Looking yeah. at the art. It's That's, perfect. Yeah. And so it's this, an online gallery. Yes. Yeah. So this guy, um, Lisa was at Stagecoach, so I was handling <laughs> the Instagram for the weekend. And he sent a screenshot of Lisa or our Instagram having liked four or five of his art pieces. Yep. And so he sc- sent a screenshot and said, are you looking it up? Yeah. He said, F off with this shit. And he didn't just put F. He wrote all four letters, guys. Mm-hmm. But I'm a lady. <laughs> you are a lady. <laughs> and Catherine responded with, mm, so you don't like your work to be liked? I'm confused. Why do I sound weird? <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's more the spamming, low key. Um, and so they went back and forth. And essentially, Catherine was like, you know, look, dude calm down you're ridiculous we're real we support artists we're in the art world sorry that we showed you some support you know well and i because i'm a real person and i have my art account i understand so his complaint was that he gets spam all the time and my thing was yeah i do too i get the 1340 art uh, account that's like hey enter our free art call to be on our website or the random messages from people uh, trying to get free art or following them for more followers like yeah Instagram has spammers um, or people who follow you and then unfollow you right away to try and get your follow but as an artist um, I think you have to realize that not everyone on Instagram is a spammer and you have to be very careful how you handle people on there because you never know when someone's actually real, like yeah. us. Or who's going to bring it up on their podcast exactly. to a bunch of other artists <laughs> and curators. And call and you out on it. I'm about to drop his name. 
Oh, I'm no. just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Because we're professional adults. Yeah. Adults. We're adults. Um, but I think you have to be careful because he could essentially ruin his art career by thinking that someone liking his work, mm-hmm. merely liking, we didn't follow him or anything, is a spam. And to be so aggressive in his messaging back to us was really inappropriate. Like, just block us. Yeah. If you think we're a spam person or you think people, other people are spammers, just Block them. Yeah, just block them or honestly go to their page first and see. Like if you, uh, to me, it's like if you go on our page, you clearly see that we are in the art world and we're interviewing, you know, well-known, some really good, great artists. Dude. <laughs> but so use this. Use your brain. Yeah. So this opened up a question for us though, which is we're not just venting to you guys. We want to know. What type of spam, pushy messages? What are you What are you guys getting that is just driving you nuts? Because mm-hmm. we've heard this from multiple artists, yeah, that we've messaged that have written us back, and you know they say, "Oh, we're so glad you're not a spam," or "We thought you were a spammer at first, but you ended up not being." So we kind of want to hear from you guys and do a whole nother episode on uh, Instagram. Spammers. Bam. Yeah. So let us know. And How uh, will they let us know? Through e- Instagram? E- exactly. <laughs> I'm not... Spam me all you want, guys. <laughs> uh, hit us on Art World Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or on our Facebook page is yeah, fine, Facebook. too. Facebook. Send us images, like screenshots. Yeah, screenshots. Um, let us know if you want your name in it. Mm-hmm. If you're like, you know, you want some extra publicity. We'll give it to you. You're, you're providing us some content. Yeah. So, yeah. And we love you guys. We do. That's how we do. All right. Final note for the day. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, that's enough randomness for This month. weekend. This is today is Friday that this is going out. Um, so. Is it going out? There's no way I can, get, right, I can do right. it. I don't get off work till like 10 tonight. Okay. It's a it's a fifteen hour Hello, day for Friday. me. <laughs> so it is Friday, <laughs> and uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, we will be at our boy at K Ryan Hennessy's art show at the Los Angeles Angeles Artists Association Gallery eight two five. Perfect. I nailed that right. You did, That's and it, it starts seven. It starts at six, 6? p.m. Goes, I think, until 9. So he goes till 9. Open to the public. Open to the public. We will be there. Looking. Looking fire. <laughs> we have our outfits picked out. We love to dress up for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, just for him and each other. So if you want to come hang out with us yeah, and talk out. about art, uh, come on by. And, you know, I'll slide you a sticker under the table. No, she'll she'll I'll blatantly <laughs> hand it to you. Five of them. Five. <laughs> and tell you awesome. to stick them on things <laughs> and give them to your friends. <laughs> help us, help you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, but we hope to see you guys there. If you are there, come say hello to us, please. We're friendly. I swear. I'm blind, but friendly. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll be smiling at everyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited <laughs> to talk to you. All, All right. right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye.